Welcome to the AJG show. He's AJ and I'm JG. Pumped to finally be doing this, man. We've talked about it for a while. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't, can't feel the excitement. Can't wait for the Dolphins to draft <laughs> somebody besides Tua and let us down. <laughs> I remember when they took uh, Ted Ginn at nine over Brady Quinn. And hey, I Ted what are they doing? Oh, it was a good pick. You didn't let yeah. me finish. It was a good pick, but I was, <laughs> I was young and dumb. I was like, I was, what are you doing? I was about to get really defensive about my boy Ted Ginn. <laughs> I, I could tell. Ted Ginn's had a, a great career. <laughs> still All playing. Right. I, somehow. And he's still fast. Yeah. He's lost it. All right. So we're, what we're going to do today is a 2020 NFL mock draft. A little differently, though. It's not what we think the teams will do it's what we think they should do so aj is going to have odds i'm going to have evens the one caveat to that is one person will have all of the a team's draft picks so for example the dolphins pick at number five so aj is going to have five 18 and 26 Uh, but for the most part it's going to be odds and evens i'm excited to get going are you ready to do this Let's do this. And just so all of our lovely listeners know, we have no expertise whatsoever. We're just a couple <laughs> of guys. <laughs> I felt like that was fairly obvious. I, I felt like that needed to be said. We're just a couple of guys who, uh, who want to act like we know what we're talking about with, with the NFL. So let's get going. <laughs> I think as soon as oh, everyone uh, starts listening, they're like, yeah, these guys <laughs> have no idea what they're doing. I think uh, we also need to let everyone know that we're allowing some trades within this uh, just oh, to yes. have a little fun. Going off of mostly the uh, trade value chart, um, famously uh, coined by, I believe, Jimmy Johnson back in the day. Um, so if you hear this, uh, this sound that I'll play here in a second, that means that a, a trade's coming up. Here's the sound. Let's try it again. There we go. Worth the wait. Definitely worth the wait. <laughs> Hopefully we don't have to pay some copyright infringement. I think it's under the uh, duration requirements. All right. <laughs> that is a thing. <laughs> All right, let's do it. On All the right. clock at number one. The, the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. I think it's no secret here. I'm, uh, you know, as we said, it's what we think they should do. And uh, the the Bengals have been bad for a long time. One of one of my best friends is a, is a long-suffering Bengals fan. And, uh, so they, sorry they, to hear that. Yeah, for his whole life. But it's just <laughs> yeah. like... Just like a Dolphins fan, we, we stick with it foolishly or, you know, or, or smartly if it ever pays off. But this, this is the year I think it will pay off for the number one pick for them because I have them, with no surprise, going with Joe Burrow as the, the number one pick. So I think there are some, uh, some pieces that are a little thing. A little, he doesn't really have any shortcomings, as you saw last year, mm-hmm. but I think his one big thing is he, he was only good for one year, and I think the fact that he – he was behind Dwayne Haskins and uh, um, for a couple years at Ohio State and, and others um, is like the smallest red flag, but it is the only red flag really there is. But I think it, this this picks a no brainer. What are your thoughts? You know I love Tua, so <laughs> I would take Tua number one. What I would do, not to sound like Kevin Costner in Draft Day, but uh, is that what the movie's <laughs> called, Draft Day? Yeah. 
I would – let's pretend that I had the number one pick with the Bengals. I would – I definitely prefer Tua over Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow scares me just because he had – he was a one-year wonder, and it, the big jump happened in his redshirt senior year. It'd be different if it was like a jump from his freshman to sophomore or sophomore to junior. So that scares me. So I prefer Tua over him. I would call up the Dolphins and see, hey, are you interested in the number one pick? Do you prefer Burrow over Tua? See what the Dolphins would offer, get the structure of that deal in place, and then I would get on the phone. I would assume the Redskins are going to pass on Tua and take Chase Young. It's a risk, I know. I would We'll call, find out. <laughs> we will. <laughs> I would call the Lions, and I would say, hey, what, what would it take for you to move back to five? Because I think the Lions – I mean, not to give any spoilers, but they want Akuda. Uh, they can get him at five, most likely. So I think they would be willing to slide back, pick up some extra draft picks. So that's a long answer. But if I was the Bengals, I would try to maneuver around, drop down to five, get extra picks, give up some of those extra picks to go back up to three and still get Tua. However, I also believe if you believe in a franchise quarterback, you don't get cute. You just take them. Exactly. So ha- having said all that, maybe I just take Tua one. <laughs> All right. I think. Without further ado. Oh, oh two. wait. Before before you pick. Washington's on the clock. <laughs> now we got the trade offer coming in. Let's hear it, man. All right. So for all our uh, listeners, as I said, I'm a huge Miami Dolphins fan and uh, I think this this is the time where they don't they don't need to get cute and just hope and pray that their quarterbacks there. I think they they need to get rid of the injury concerns. They need to go for Tua. So I don't want to wait any longer. I want to go for that number two pick. <laughs> and the trade offer is the number five pick, the number, the first second rounder, which is the 39th pick, the second second rounder, which is the 56th pick, the fourth rounder, and the sixth, their sixth rounder, which is 185 for that number two pick. What say you, JG? I have to, I have to take all this in. You're, you're throwing right. a lot at me. <laughs> You want me to read that back to you? Yeah, so the, I noticed you didn't give up any of those extra first-round picks this year. It, it's it's not necessary yet, but I could be talked into it. Necessary? Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? <laughs> no, but I do yeah. it anyway. Yeah. It's sterile, and I like the taste. <laughs> anyway, let's up that offer, buddy. So you had the, the fifth pick of the second round. You had the, what was it, the 24th pick of the second round? Uh, it was the thir- so the it was pick thirty nine overall, and then oh, fifty six overall. Yeah. So it's it's close. It's at the top of the second round, and then you know one in the mid part of the second round, mid to end of the second round. So all you're offering me to move off of the second pick, I have to move back three spots, and then I get two second round picks. Exactly. I don't think so. <laughs> Well, what, what's your counter? Do you have a counter? Ah, well, AJ, as I said, when you think you found your franchise quarterback, you don't move off that pick. I agree. Do you think they found their franchise quarterback? Well, if I'm running Washington, I'm taking my guy to him. Wow. And in this exercise, with the second pick, Washington selects quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. You said it well. Nice job. It only took me all night practicing that. <laughs> all right, that's a it's a good pick. I think you and I probably fall on the side of 
most people as we were ignoring the injury concerns. Um, I, I just think I agree when you have a franchise quarterback and you think that's your guy, you got to take him and they can, they could trade Askins easily. Oh, that's yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that. So the second part of that, not that it would be contingent upon me taking Tua, but I would try to have a deal in place for Haskins. So I don't know if it's maybe it's the Patriots or the Saints. I don't know if it's a second rounder or a third rounder, but I would get, I would flip Haskins. I wouldn't keep both of them. And I think expecting a first round pick is probably too ambitious, but maybe a second. I feel like a third would be more than fair, but I would, I would get something for Dwayne Haskins. Say that again. I cut out a little bit. I think I dropped off for a second. Can you hear me now? Yep, you're good. Hello? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Hello? Connor, can you hear me? Connor. Can you hear me? (laughs) A little inside joke of when AJ and I used to work together. (laughs) Uh, I digress. I said I think expecting a first-round pick for Dwayne Haskins is a little too ambitious, but I could see a team giving up a second-rounder. Worst case, probably a third-rounder. I mean, Josh Rosen got a second rounder, so it seems I feel like after the rookie years, I think Haskins' stock is higher than Rosen's. I would agree. I would say that Haskins has a lot more potential than Rosen. Then again, it, at the time, a lot of people blamed Rosen's troubles on not having an offensive line, so yeah. it's neither here nor there. But all right, so we we've taken two quarterbacks off the board. Um, well, r- real quick, yeah. AJ, as acting general manager of the Miami Dolphins in this exercise. I mean, you gave up a second round last year for Josh Rosen. <laughs> Do you want to do it again for Dwayne Haskins? Uh, you know what? I would, I would say no. I would, I would say go find it from somewhere else. F off. Wow. <laughs> I'm hanging up the phone. <laughs> We're not big Haskins fans. I, I don't mind. I didn't mind him in college, but I'm biased. I, I'm a Big Ten guy, so I saw a lot more of him than uh, some other prospects. But yeah, well, he was a one year wonder, and he didn't he. He's got a lot left to a lot more work to do, I would say. Yeah, I think if he went somewhere where he could sit and learn and be developed, he can be good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, all right. Let's let's hit it. Third. Pick. So now you now you've thrown a curveball in because the <laughs> the Lions their value to trade their pick has gone significantly down. I would say because they don't have the quarterback to hang on and. Uh, if I'm the, as I am, you know, controlling the Dolphins in this exercise, the, I just don't value Herbert. I, I think Love has some, some potential. I think they both have potential, but I don't value them this high. So I'm going to hold off on any type of trades here, unless you have I any. I agree with that. Um, but now I think the other. No, no trades. I think the other side of it is the best overall player, in my opinion, in this draft, um, when you take out the quarterbacks, um, is Chase Young. Um, now mm-hmm. I've expressed my my love for Jeff Okuda, who I think is a, a stud. But the Lions, really, that's a need on on both sides is to have both of those. So this is where it gets interesting. Um, so I'm going to say with the third overall pick, the Lions pivot and go with Chase Young from the Ohio State University. The Ohio State. <laughs> I love the pick. I think it's the right pick. I know they're they're like locked on a cornerback right now, but if Chase Young fell, I think you have to scoop him up. I think they would be ecstatic to get Chase Young at number three. Yeah. All right. On the clock with the fourth pick, the New York football giants. <laughs> Which, guess what their needs are? If you look on 
any uh, website, it should show every single position besides uh, running back. (laughs) (laughs) uh, They are a lot. So they don't need to be picking for, they're not going to be breaching at all here because they they need everything. Oh, yeah. So what you got? I mean, they, yeah, they definitely need everything. I know they need O-line help. You know, I'm a big proponent not to give away future picks in this uh, exercise, but I think you draft the best player available. I agree. I don't think you reach for need, so with the fourth pick, the Giants select Isaiah Simmons. Ah, all right. Interesting. You have him as your next best uh, after Chase Young, eh? Yeah, I'm pretty high on Isaiah Simmons. Now I'm curious to see what you do with the Dolphins, knowing that they already have the two highest paid cornerbacks in football. Yeah, see... (laughs) This really throws a wrench in what the original mock draft that I made was. Um, but before we move on, I think it's – I think this is my personal opinion that I've not shared with you. I think Simmons probably has the highest bust potential out of these top five picks. Besides – yeah, quarterbacks is kind of tough, but I think – Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's – I mean, he has to go somewhere that uses him correctly. And the Giants don't – they don't instill yeah. that confidence in me. I tell you what, now, now you're talking me out of my- <laughs> pick <laughs> you already gave the envelope to mr goodell yeah commissioner goodell so but i i think those players that are quote-unquote good at everything it's sometimes they're they don't find the right place in the nfl and i think of like a jabril peppers who i thought a lot really highly of and he's he's been okay but it's not to the the billing that you would you would expect and the fourth overall pick that's a big uh burden to to bear so that's i mean that's a good point um, I mean, you think of other people like Shaq Thompson coming out of uh, Washington. He's on Panthers now. He was like a hybrid line yeah. safety. He hasn't been that good. Yeah, so it's a good, it's a good point. I mean, I, ideally, I would I would have wanted to trade down, but I don't know who's trading up for Okuda or Simmons. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, all right, so moving on to the the Miami Dolphins, who I will say if this happens on. Uh, on this Thursday, I will be extremely uh, distraught and just not excited about the prospects of who I believe they'll take. <laughs> um, I think there's a six six kid in uh, Oregon who's going to be waiting to uh, to get picked, but it's not my uh, not where I'm looking. So um, mm-hmm. I do. I, I you bring up a good point. I love Okuda. I think he's a, an absolute stud. I think this is if I was going off, you know. My personal picks, I love uh, – I don't want to give away too much, but I love Jerry Judy, and mm-hmm. I, th- I think he's he's going to be a, a stud. I like C.D. Lamb, too. I think they're both great, but the Dolphins don't really need – they don't really need wide receivers. They have uh, – Devontae Parker had a great year last year. They have uh, Albert Wilson. Um, they've got uh, Preston Williams, and I think there's also this class is so deep. Um, part of me wants to take him. Um, part of me says, you know, be smarter um, and go with a player that – I had higher on the draft board already. Can I can I pause yeah. real quick? Let's hear it. I think I think maybe we should have talked trade with number four. Yeah. If I think I rushed into it, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> good thing this isn't the real draft. Let me just ask you this: as acting Dolphins GM, mm-hmm. if Isaiah Simmons was here, is would that have been the pick? If he was at five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not a huge need, but I think. I think he's a, he's a potential impact player, and at this at the top, I'm drafting for the impact that they could have. So yeah, I would say and so. I, like 
the more I think about it, I think he could be properly utilized in Miami. Yeah, I think Brian Flores would. Yeah, he comes from that New England style where you need versatile players. Yeah, um, yeah you ruined it. So, thanks for well, uh, let's, Hey, let's just <laughs> let's do a quick let's not... do a quick mulligan. Do you have a trade offer to move up to four? I don't think he moves the needle enough to do it. Um, I would say maybe swap that and then propose. Jeez, ah, that's tough. You know, it's not the worst idea in the world, but I would only want to give up probably like a maybe a third rounder. They have the 70th overall pick, which is the one, two, three, six, four, five, six sixth pick. pick the third round. Yep. What are, what are your thoughts on that? I would do that deal. All right. So I move back one spot and I get the all right in the sixth pick of the third round. We'll, we'll just, since it's uh, going to be a virtual draft on Thursday, if this would happen, we'll just claim that you know the GM's <laughs> inter- his internet connection went out, but we've got a trade. <laughs> Roger Goodell will be like, oh shit! I've, I've already messed up this this mock draft <laughs> with the fourth pick. I got too excited. So we're going to do a trade to the Miami Dolphins, and the Giants will get our third round pick, which. It's a big price nice. to give up, but I, I think that it's, is. it's worth it from being disappointed. Although, but it's who my pick would have been was probably Derek Brown out of Auburn. Ooh, um, I like that. So you would, I know you love Akuda. Yeah, Akuda. I mean, they have two of the highest paid cornerbacks. Yeah, in the I was going to say you don't have room for three. It's, it's just, uh, yeah, and I love Okuda. And when he gets drafted, we can talk about him. But yeah, I like that trade, and that's not what I expected happening in this mock draft, but. I'll take the uh, the guy who I just said was going to be a bust. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's that's how GMs get fired. <laughs> what you were doing was talking down his value. You know? Exactly. You convinced. Me yeah, I just I just convinced you. I just Jedi mind tricked you. Oh man! <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it's just the more I thought about it, I think I, as the Giants, as you said, they have needs everywhere. Yeah. So pick up the extra pick. All right. With the now fifth pick, the Giants. Um, I know they took a they took a cornerback in the first round last year. They just signed someone as well. Uh, but I, I believe the best player available is cornerback Jeff Okuda. I love it. Just uh as as I've alluded to, I think he's he has a chance to be a, a Darrell Rivas type player. He's a he is a, an intelligent guy, and I think that holds a lot of weight at that position, at, at most positions, but really at cornerback. And uh, what, are, what are your thoughts for the Giants? Uh, I mean, you can – you always need cornerbacks. I don't think you can ever have enough unless you're the Dolphins, you have the two highest-paid cornerbacks. Yeah. Then I think you it's pass. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you can get a lockdown number one corner, which I don't think they have, even – I think even the Giants would have to admit that Bradbury and then uh, Baker from last year. I don't think either of those are number one guys. So now you have a pretty solid cornerback group. You get a shutdown guy. I love it. So that that sets the tone for their defense, which, like we said, they need help pretty much everywhere. So yeah. I think and the culture guy is important. For sure. And then hopefully with that early second-round pick and offensive tackle falls, because they, they do need to – they need O-line help. Yep, Absolutely. I think that's they. I think they will definitely have a, a lineman that does fall. I see there's there's just too many of them that are projected to go really high that they're going to have somebody they can pick. Yeah, I feel like there are a lot of O linemen. There are a lot of wide receivers. So 
Yep. Second round, you can get some good ones. All right, yep. so just a quick recap of the top five. The Bengals, Joe Burrow, uh, Washington took Tua, the Lions, Chase Young, Dolphins traded up one spot and got Isaiah Simmons, and then the Giants dropped one spot and took Jeff Bakuda. I think, so, it's a, I think that's a beautiful trade all around. I think it's good. You if know, I'm the Giants, I'd be ecstatic. Oh, for sure. Am I, am I slightly embarrassed that I made the pick and then had to go back on it? Sure, I am. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna find. Is out. Roger Goodell gonna have a talking to you, <laughs> talking with you? Absolutely. Will you blame uh, yeah. your internet connection? Absolutely. <laughs> you can just say you got hacked. I'm sure that's. I wonder what the uh, DraftKings odds are on. I know the dra- over under on someone saying they got hacked. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, did you see that s- with with Jim Harbaugh? Or not Jim I Harbaugh? Saw that he was John Harbaugh. Worried. Yeah, I saw that he was worried about it. It's just so ridiculous. But yeah. I digress. <laughs> All right, you're up on the uh, the clock for the the Chargers, another quarterback needy team, another disappointed team. Yes, sir. I would uh, imagine. Oh yeah, look, let's pretend that the Chargers made an offer for the second pick as well, and they wanted Tua, so they're upset. Um, I think you and I feel the same about Herbert. Uh, I'm not too high on him. I I just I don't see it. Uh, yeah. So I'll have to pass. There's also I mean, there's a former MVP at quarterback sitting out there, Cam Newton. Yeah. And if you ask who like, who would be better, Cam Newton or Herbert, I would have a hard time believing Herbert would be better. Yeah. I mean, the big concerns are the injuries with, with Cam is can he get back to what he was? But that's, you know, a whole other story. Yeah. Uh, Chargers, they've had one of the worst offensive lines for what feels like forever. <laughs> so with the sixth pick – the Chargers select offensive tackle Mackay Becton. Ah, all right. Not who I was expecting. Who were you expecting? Well, I the highest one I had graded um, after my you know extensive scouting and everything was, <laughs> was Tristan Wirfs from Iowa. Dude, I I went back and forth on the top four. I don't I don't know how to grade them. I just looked at the Chargers need a left tackle. I feel like. You like the, and you like I the think, fast uh, tackle that will potentially could like be in a trick running play or something like that. Uh, yeah, anytime, <laughs> anytime you can get excited about an O lineman running a fast forty because that applies to what they do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I just looked at it as Becton and Andrew Thomas from Georgia. Those are more left tackles, and I think Worfs and then uh, Wills are more right tackles. I think they're all good. They're all very close. I don't know that there's a lot of uh, agreement on the order of those, but I feel like Becton has more yeah, potential, I, so I I pulled the trigger. I think it's splitting hairs, so I agree. I'll uh, I'll concede that to you and say it's uh, it's still a good pick either way. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, you did good. All right. So speaking of uh, of Cam Newton, we'll talk about his old team and the Teddy Bridgewater's new team, um, the Carolina Panthers. Now they're they're definitely, I think going to be looking on the defensive side and I think uh, as I alluded to earlier I think Derek Brown's going to be a, a stud I think Javon Kinlaw is also a, a consideration here but I think overall for the uh, Carolina Panthers it's uh, it's going to be a, they're going to be excited to have Derek Brown as the uh, their the seventh overall pick of the draft great pick I would have done the same thing just it's that that was an easy one no brainer and I think they'll be excited so 
All right. The, the team All last right. year with the number one overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals. The team that laid the blueprint, laid the foundation for what <laughs> I did with the Redskins. Don't, don't let last year's mistake prevent you from upgrading the most important position. So, if it wasn't for them, they, it wouldn't have happened. Who knows if I would have had the balls to do that, you know? The course of history could have been changed for our mock draft. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With the eighth pick, I also think the Cardinals are pretty happy uh, to turn this card in quickly. Offensive tackle, Jedrick Wills Jr. from Alabama. Oh, all right. Yeah, I think that the tackles to across the board are all over the place, like as far as the the rankings and things like that. Because like I said, that my next first one, top one was Tristan Wirfs, but I think they'll still second? be excited. Um, I'm trying to find. On I here. mean, don't give it away. I don't want to. Yeah, it. it uh, you said you just picked Wills, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a second. Oh no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a, I had another one. Yowza! I we'll just hear his he's name. He's more of a right tackle, and he can slot in. And uh, I think the Cardinals would be pretty happy about him. Yeah, I think they need line help. They're they got to protect their little, their little guy. You got to protect was... your investment. Yeah, absolutely. So good pick. Uh, Thank you, sir. Yeah, it's uh, we're all about positive reinforcement here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when are we just going to shit on each other's? Things? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's coming up. I I think it could be coming right here because I'm I'm debating <laughs> getting a little wild. Do it. Come all on, right, bro. so we need some we, excitement. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, let me ask you this before I get started. What's your thought on uh, Gardner Minshew and Minshew Mania? I like him, man. I mean, yeah, you a fan. I am. I think if you look at his stats, he had a really, really solid rookie year. You think it was uh, worth it for them to trade away? Um, why is yes. it escaping me? Foles. Um, Foles, Nick, yeah. To, Nick Foles. To the yeah, Bears. I, I liked it. I liked the move. And so, I like, I mean, if you're asking me from a quarterback perspective, I, I like Gardner Minshew more than Herbert. Call me crazy. Yeah. So here, here's where I'm at. There's, there's two schools of thought. Well, there's really three schools of thought. There's some good, uh, good offensive linemen. There's uh, a good defensive tackle sitting out there. There's a great potential quarterback that I'm not a huge fan of. There's multiple quarterbacks that are out there. Um, or there's, quite frankly, the, the difference maker offensive players, uh, two of them that I, that I have high, high regards for in CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy. So, that's the question is, do I believe in Gardner Minshew? And my answer is, fuck him, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another inside joke. Um, uh, and I think they swing for the fences, um, but it's not who you think. I'm not going for Herbert. I'm going Jordan Love. I, I kind of saw it coming. <laughs> um, okay, interesting. Yeah, a big fuck you to Gardner Minshew. Exactly. I, I think – I'm not – I have no idea whether Jordan Love's going to work out. There's been the comparisons to um, Patrick Mahomes, which I think is crazy. But you know what? The the Jaguars, they, they need to go for something that's going to be a, a difference maker and somebody that can, can turn them into a, a, you know, a, a real franchise. And so their owner can concentrate on more on, on football than professional wrestling and, <laughs> <laughs> and be more engaged and you know, get more fans there whenever we do get fans again. Um, so yeah, what are you, what are your thoughts? You ready to rip it apart? Uh, it's not what I would have done. 
Um, <laughs> I'll be it's... honest. I had my, my needs written out for them, and quarterback was not in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if you're going to compare him to Mahomes, I don't think quarterback was a top five need for the Chiefs. Exactly. And when they did it. You know, this is right around where they picked Mahomes, so you know, serendipitous. Mm-hmm. So uh, what what would you have done there? Well, first let me say I definitely like Love over Herbert. Yeah. So at least he didn't take Herbert. Uh, boy, if, if somehow, some way, Justin Herbert ever finds, stumbles across this brand of podcast, <laughs> uh, the poor pissed. guy, he's gonna, his feelings are going to be so hard. He's not coming on as a guest. <laughs> Look, Justin, in yeah. the hours of film that I've, dissected and poured over i just don't see it with you yeah no, you're, you're just you just kind of look like a douche <laughs> just kidding well, justin i sent you that article uh, i think it was a bleacher report it was just such a strange article it was basically all about how he's not a leader yeah and i mean it it's just... weird because you hear so many different things you hear the that and then you hear at the senior bowl he was just this you know leader I, I, who yeah. was the mvp um you know we don't want to turn this podcast into the, into the herbert you know, shit on podcasts, but it's true. I think I compare him maybe not size wise or, you know, skill wise, but I compare it to the feeling I got with Josh Rosen a couple of years ago. And Ooh, when all the conversation, all the conversation was about how smart he was and how, you know, much, all, all these different intangibles. And it's just like, ah, he didn't win anything. And that's, that's the feeling I get. So needless to say, he's not in my, in my top 10. So we'll see if he, if he ends in the first round by either of us. Um, I think it'd be a shocking fall, but we'll see. So we will see. And you asked me what, what would I have done at nine for the Jags? I, I think you, you have to take a look at the offensive line, the defensive line. Um, they also need a, a cornerback. So I feel like, um, yeah, CJ Henderson could have been in play the D line. Uh, you mentioned Javon Kinlaw. Ah, uh, Boy, I don't know. I've, I think I've, I would have went in more in that direction. But, uh, hey, man, I respect <laughs> the gamble. We got to mix it up. We got to get some – we got to hook these viewers and keep them, uh, <laughs> keep them listening. Oh, look, man, the first episode, again, let's pretend they stumble across this. Like, <laughs> who, who the hell is this guy that submitted a pick, the fourth pick, and then went back on it? I, don't, yeah. I can't get behind this. I need more of him. So my goodness, <laughs> if you're still listening, thank you. All right, 10th <laughs> pick. That was really our first curveball of the draft. I think yeah. up until then, it's been pretty straightforward. 10th uh, pick, the Browns. I mean, they need O-line help. Absolutely. So I don't think they can get cute here. It's just a matter of what your preference is. I have two left from that top four. And I am going to take, with the 10th pick, offensive tackle, Tristan Wirfs. Uh, I think it's a, a pick they, they do quickly and they don't look back. I think he's, he's going to be a stud, and I think you could go him or uh, Aaron Thomas, too, as well. Either way. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a good pick. Thanks, man. Good job. <laughs> All, All right. right. So Let's it's time. It. Time for the New York Jets. Um, I think if I'm the Jets, this pains me because I hate the Jets. Um, but, you know, we're being uh, being objective here. I think they 
run to the podium and they select Jerry Judy. And I love this pick. Not even a second thought. I think I love this pick. I think he's been a, a, a pretty well slotted there, but I think it's sorry for no no uh, shocking moment there. But he's just he's a no brainer. They need wide receivers. He's I, my favorite in the draft, and just go with it and go. Hundred percent. I would have done the same thing. Love that pick. And Sam Darnold has got someone to throw to. That's. I think that's a story for another day. Do they have? A, do they have a quarterback? Then? Uh, love the pick. All right, the twelfth pick, the Raiders. This is where I have a little bit of a, a conundrum. I'm, I'm curious on this one. I, look, I love Jerry Judy. I love CD Lamb. This wide receiver class is deep. The cornerback class. There's a huge drop off after the first two. So you have to you have to look at it. If you take the second ranked cornerback and then you know the third or fourth ranked receiver later on, are you better off than taking the first or second ranked wide receiver and you know the third ranked cornerback? So this is uh, I'm truly split. I've gone back and forth up until now. The moment of truth. <laughs> Let's hear it. Oh man, I still don't. Mm. This is the type of conviction that you want out of a GM. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm not sure. Oh, oh shit! And yeah, so I guess they do, they have the 12th and 19th. So you're you're gambling that another wide receiver that's you know a high level talent will be available at 19. I am. I am correct. gambling if I if I pass. If um, you pass, correct. Hmm. You know what? I'm not going to pass. I'm going to take my boy <laughs> C.D. Lamb. I think that's what I would have done. I think you can make the case for the cornerback uh, all day, but I think in this league, wide receivers are, are the king. And he's a stud. He is. He's DeAndre Hopkins, basically. And so you and, I are, you and I are in agreement. You have Judy ranks just slightly ahead of him. Yeah, I think both are great. I When I saw a while back C.D. Lamb ahead of him, I was a little confused because – uh, Judy is probably the most clean just receiver out of college since this is going to be a random one, but probably since Michael Crabtree that Ooh. I can remember. He And Crabtree was just a stud playing at Texas Tech, just catching everything. And that's how Judy was just he's perfect route running, and I, I, I just don't see how he can't be number one. I agree. I think it's a little strange. Like early in the season, he was like the clear-cut number one receiver – probable top five pick and now it seems like he's lost some steam to the right. point where his teammate Ruggs is kind of right next to him which I don't I don't get but yeah I I, I would have Judy number one the, the combine he's fast as hell so I get you up there so all right with the 13th pick the 49ers so I think you could go a number of ways I think there's some uh, some good offensive linemen still available to help with them. I think, you know, they they traded away uh, DeForest Buckner, and because they have seventeen thousand first round picks <laughs> on the line, so spend another one, man. I, I I was thinking about Kinlaw, but it just it seems like that's you know they already have all that talent. So I'm gonna go. There's there's two schools of thought I'm I'm stuck on. Would you like to hear the? the or I'll, I'll give you my pick first, then I'll tell you my school's of thought. I would How about love that? to hear everything. Yeah, All right. whatever you're comfortable 
So uh, I think they need uh, help on the line. And I think at uh, the cornerback and the value you're talking about with cornerback is, uh, is going to supersede the line. Cause I think they can, can get some, you know, late. I'm not sure off the top of my head what the other picks they have, but um, they have the 31st know. pick in the first round. So they also have another, yeah. So I'm going to try to get a tackle on the end of the first. Um, so with, with this pick, I think it's uh, CJ Henderson. They've got it. They've got to go for the best, the best cornerback available. Dude, I like the pick. I mean, yeah, like you said, it's the same dilemma that I had with the Raiders. So I like it. And just to, to touch on the 49ers very quickly, so they have the 13th pick, the 31st pick, and then they do not pick again until the fifth round. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. So I would that's... I would uh, guess they're a prime trade-down candidate with number 31. I, I would agree. Let's see so if there's I'm any teams not. interested at the end. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll have to put, <laughs> put my trade offers together here. Okay. Um, I like that pick. That was good, man. 14th pick. All right. This is where I think I'm going to uh, – I might surprise you here. All right. So can I hear that lovely sound? Oh, you're going to have a trade with yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Self-love is the best love. Uh, it's such a great feeling. Great, okay. great sound to hear. I can't oh, wait I till it. Thursday. I, Let's so hear it again. Excited. Hold on one more time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Trade to announce. All right. So the Love Bucks. It. I know a lot of people are expecting me to take an offensive lineman here. I, you do have a 43-year-old quarterback who's they have a, they have a they need to protect. Ball. Yeah, they have a gaping <laughs> ball that they need to fill. However the Bucks are going to send the 14th pick to the Atlanta Falcons All right. for the 16th pick. So the, the Falcons are going to move up two spots. The Falcons are giving up two fourth-round picks. So the 13th pick of the fourth round and the 37th pick of the fourth round. And then the Bucks are going to send back a sixth-round pick. Does all so both fourth-rounders. And, yeah. oh, I like it. All so right. Falcons, Falcons are giving up uh, 16th pick, two fourth rounders, and the Bucks are giving up a 14th pick and a sixth rounder. Now the question is, who are the Falcons targeting? I'll answer that one, and then I'll give you the second part of this trade. So, with the <laughs> what's 14th, the second part? Hey, I'll feed you, baby bird. Oh man! In the words of this is Daniel riveting. Tosh, <laughs> I'll feed you. So, with the 14th pick, the Falcons. I just. They have an ability to identify, I feel like, high potential prospects. And I think this guy is one of them. Defensive tackle, Javon Kinlaw. That's beautiful. I love it. I now, think that's a, that's a steal at that point. I think he's oh yeah. the biggest drop so far. I feel good about that one. Uh, the second part of this trade is where uh, I want to address the offensive tackle position for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As you said, they have a... 43-year-old? Is he 43 yet? Uh, yeah, I think he is. I think Somewhere he's around there. Either probably, way. Probably he's old. He he's old as hell. <laughs> he's finished. <laughs> so We'll um, see. As I, as I looked at this, the Browns were another team that I felt like maybe could have made this trade. However, they have a young quarterback, a young team. So I felt like it made more sense for the Bucks to go ahead and go get Trent Williams from the Redskins. 
So oh. Washington has said repeatedly that they're looking for second-round pick, and then it changed to second-round value. So if you can get creative, they'll listen. So the Bucks just picked up two fourth-round picks. Those are going to be huge. They're going to keep both of those. However, the Bucks are going to send to the Redskins their third-round pick and their original fourth-round pick. Wow. Wheeling and dealing by the Buccaneers. I love it. So Trent Williams, that is that's that's beautiful. Hey, is Belichick down there? Are you down in Tampa? <laughs> What's going on here? They go ahead and fill that spot, baby. <laughs> I love it. The Trent Williams. I got to write that to the side so we don't forget about that in our uh, you know post game wrap up of this. Oh, go ahead. That's and put a huge that uh, for the trade winners of the night. Go ahead and put that one number one. Yeah, the 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 Bucks are are changing the game now. I can't wait to see who they get with the uh, the sixteenth pick as well. It really opens up the possibilities. It's just, it's beautiful because now they don't need a lineman. And maybe they'll get another. Who knows? All right. Wow, that was a bombshell. We just need a second <laughs> to take that in. Let's just listen to the sweet sound. I don't have a trade coming, but <laughs> we have some sports Cannot to look wait. forward to. Finally. All right. So the Denver Broncos are on the board. So there's. Uh, there's a number of different ways that they could go. They got to get Drew Locke some help. Mm-hmm. They got uh, Sutton's there. He's a great, you know, had a great productive year, but he's pretty much the only one there. Um, they could go on the offensive line. Could go corner, but that's a, it's a little bit of a reach in my opinion. Um, I would agree at this point. Yeah. I think the, it's really torn on two different air, two different uh, picks here, but I think, they uh, they got to solidify that offensive line. I think they go Andrew Thomas from Georgia. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there was uh, a, a you know, some uh, thoughts on a, a certain wide receiver from Alabama who's yeah. fast as hell. That's who I expected. But, yeah, but I think uh, I think first and foremost you gotta you gotta build it inside out when you've got a young quarterback who I I think could have potential to be good with Drew Locke, but it's He's got to have. He's got to be protected first. I think. Yeah, so. I I agree. Big believer in building teams inside out. Plus, they have a they have the 14th pick, the second round, and not to beat a dead horse, but deep deep wide receiver class. Exactly, and you know it's important to build inside out unless you're playing Madden because <laughs> offensive line doesn't matter there. Just in case all our listeners are wondering, you get sacked either way. You know, I I'd actually love to go a quick side tangent. Uh, <laughs> so I wasn't aware of this AJ actually sent me an article that broke it down where uh, I can't remember who it was, but they basically did a little experiment. They put backup quarterbacks in uh, for the old line and they blocked just as well as regular alignment. So in the the video game of Madden 20, Madden 20 doesn't matter who your old lineman are. All you non Madden players, uh, JG and I have been playing, uh, I think you as far back as well as me, back when they had Madden Radio. And they would, uh, you know, talk about the storylines of the week, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and there was actual new updates and everything. I'm just, I just got my first taste of Madden just uh, after getting hyped for the draft. And I just got to say, it's the same as it was five years ago. But oh, yeah. I digress. It, it um, is. Andrew Thomas is gonna gonna actually provide more impact than any offensive lineman would on that on that <laughs> godforsaken game. So, <laughs> I tell Aaron, you, what, two people who shouldn't listen to this podcast: Justin Herbert and the creators of Madden. Yeah, but they're rich as hell. They're just yeah, yeah they can they cry, wiping their 
They can wipe their tears with all their cash, so they'll be all right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Here, here's the big storyline. I'm ready to see the Tampa Bay, uh, what they do with this pick. Yeah. Look, I mean, trading for Trent Williams, it opens this up. Uh, Tampa Bay has a pretty talented roster. I think offensively, they're set as tempting and as exciting as Henry Ruggs the third. Oh, that's, that's a tempting would one. Would be here. I think that I do think that's a bit of a luxury pick. Uh, so I'm I'm going to address the secondary here, and okay. I'm going to take safety, Xavier McKinney. All right, I think that's a. That's an impact pick. Yeah, let's uh, let's fill some holes on defense. They already have a really good defense. Should have a good offense. Um, I would expect maybe some people thought DeAndre Swift here. I don't think you take a, a running back in the first round. I think that's been proven time and time again. So I think I will be floored if you take a running back in the first round. I I don't want to give anything away, AJ, <laughs> but I will not be taking a running back in the first round. I think you can find those guys second and third round. So I think the Bucks. I think they'll do that. They do need a, a running back, but yeah, I'm going to plug and play Xavier McKinney here. Yeah, I think that's a it's a good pick. I think he's a stud. I was I was thinking you were going to let him fall to the Dolphins just for it to be funny <laughs> yeah. that they traded that off, they get all pro safety just to draft another one, just to draft a potential <laughs> another all pro safety. But oh, you know man. that's that's the one bad trade they made this year. So. uh Everything else, I like the way they're building. So, yeah, I'll Brian Flores, uh, Greer, you guys are you guys are, are working. So, all right, that was that was a it was a good pick. I think it's a I think it's a safe pick where it's you know one of those guys that it's it's going to be a stud no matter what. It's just of how good he's going to be. Um, well, he better be really good, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the next pick is the is this yours or is this mine? Is this the switch? Uh, no, this is. Oh, wow, this is mine. Oh, gosh. I wasn't prepared for this. All right, the <laughs> Cowboys are on the clock with the 17th pick. What did the Cowboys need? Well, now they need a center since they're retired. That would be uh, way too high at this point. Yeah, I agree. Um, they lost Robert Quinn to the Bears, so they need some pass rushing help. They need a cornerback, but uh, again, after C.J. Henderson, I think it's quite a drop-off. Um if I'm, I'm trying to find a, a high upside pass rusher here. So with the 17th pick, I'm going to roll the dice, and I'm going to take – I hope I say this right. Okay, Levon Chason. All right. That's a, that's a good pick. I don't think it's rolling the dice that much. Redshirt sophomore who uh, was on a national championship team. I think he's going to be a good player. Jerry certainly hopes so. <laughs> And he's uh, he'll probably have some playing time because Alden Smith and Grandy uh, um, <laughs> uh, uh, Gregory will probably be uh, um, you know suspended at some point. So AJ, why would they be suspended? <laughs> Who knows? You know, we'll just see. <laughs> I don't want to be uh, you know put any spoilers out there, make things happen, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens with them. But needless to say, he's got a chance to play. On a team I think has a lot of potential to, to be up there. So, all right. This is, uh, you know, round two of the, the Miami Dolphins show. So, and that's why we're all yeah. here. Yeah, we're all here for, for my Miami Dolphins. AJ, he threatened me. He, uh, he did everything he could to make sure he got the odds 
picks so he could run the Dolphins draft there. So, hey, man. All right. This is your show. We could have Justin Herbert here. It's a, it's a swing for the oh, fence. Oh, boy, it's, pick, it's but, really uh, tempting. But, I mean, you do still have Josh Rosen on the roster. So. Uh, yeah. So, there, there is another quarterback I would think about taking here. Um, That's exciting. That I'm, that I'm a fan of, but I would not, I'm, I'm going to hold off because I think there's a, there's a chance another quarterback falls. So, I have a feeling um, we're talking about the same guy. But uh, let's not give probably, but I'm I'm trying to be you know trying to hold it in. Um, You know, with the Dolphins, they I I like was that a a squeaky toy? Oh no, that was me (laughs) riding on my dry race board. Oh, nice! I like it. Got the war room. We need to do a video podcast (laughs) for everybody at home that cares so much. Um, I mean, the back to the Dolphins. You could go running back here. I, I think DeAndre Swift is a is a, a high level player. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple wide receivers I really like here, and I think they're the Dolphins are set. Like I said before, but I think that's good value. Um, you could go Patrick Queen. I think the there's a player that excites me from a potential standpoint that I think could uh, fill the void of some players left. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins' 18th pick. With AJ Espineza from Iowa. <laughs> I'll be honest, man. I I uh, contemplated taking Epineza at seventeen. Is that how you say his name, Epineza? I think I don't know. I'm going off of. Uh, that's what it looks like. Either way, he let's he's just, a stud. Let's call him AJ. Call yeah. We share the name. He was in Big Ten. I have a huge Big Ten bias. Uh, but I actually I have watched him play a couple times and, and he's he's a stud. He is. I think he's a. He is a stud. I like that pick. I think he, I think he's a safe pick. I think, uh, but it's a potential to be, you know, a, a really good player for a long time. So, that's that's the uh, the Dolphins' second pick. Uh, we're really building the defense here. I wasn't planning on doing that. Dude, but... I I really like that pick. I uh, I like that you passed on Rugs. I would have been excited by Rugs, but I, I like you're building this team. You're building this team yeah. the right way. Absolutely, uh, the Brian Flores way. The Brian Flores way. I think I think this guy's good. What was interesting was like he had a horrendous combine. He was very slow in the forty, but again, he's a defensive end. Yeah, I don't I don't think shit. he's going to be running forty yards very often, and his production was there. So I think it's a yeah. safe pick, and I think he's solid. And I'm hoping, you know, I think for the Dolphins, the Tua issue is either a smoke screen or it's that they've, you know, scared themselves out of it from not being able to evaluate him. But I, to me, I'm hoping that this draft has more common sense and doesn't have enough, uh, a, a lot of teams, you know, talking themselves out of players like AJ um, because they don't get to do evaluation. Mm-hmm. So it, we'll, we'll see on Thursday. It can go either way where people are either really smart or they continue to be, uh, you know, <laughs> pass on good players yeah. for fast people. Or they overthink it. And exactly. again, you know, this draft, this is what we think they should do not what we think they will do so for example you know we both expect Washington to take Chase Young and then we expect the third pick to be up for grabs and I think we're you think the Dolphins are going to go up and get two at three correct uh I mean do I think uh I think it's either a smokescreen like I said I hope it's a smoke um, screen. all this talk I hope it's a smoke to- screen to try to have him fall or I think they're just scared. So I, I don't know. We'll see. I just, I'm, I'm holding hopes that they're smarter than uh, same here. 
Cause I, yeah, so. I think they're building an exciting team. But let's let's pretend they do trade for the third pick. They get Tua. Does that change who you would have taken at eighteen? Would you have taken Rugs to give Tua some help? I mean, the Dolphins. I would expect Rugs to be primarily. He's a smaller guy. I would expect him to be more slot. They already have Albert Wilson, who I mean, he was hurt last year, so I would. I would definitely put a hard look at it because of those injury concerns um, with Wilson, even though I think he is a really good player. Um, I, I would definitely say that would change things a little bit for sure. But I think the Dolphins are, of all their positions where they have some talent, a, it would make me more look at the running backs on their picks than it would on uh, anything else. So, okay. I tell you what, uh, with the 19th pick, the Raiders um, – the way this has played out, I feel like I should have taken C.J. Anderson. And <laughs> very true. I mean, because I had Rugs fall to me, and I have Justin Jefferson as well. Yep. Um, man, what if I just went Matt Millen and doubled down on receiver? I'm not gonna lie. When uh, I got to my pick and I saw the Raiders were next, I I was started getting more excited about the potential of two wide receivers. <laughs> I mean, they, I just, it's a luxury pick, I feel like, because they have, they have a lot of holes they got to fill, but man, I mean, cornerback is a hole, but I, again, I just don't think that there's one right now. Mm. Let's see, I'm looking up when their next pick is. Oh, so the Raiders don't pick again until the third round. So I feel like, (laughs) even though I started this off saying, I don't think you should draft for need. (laughs) <laughs> well who would be the other other people you would look at right now for them uh, I mean it's Ruggs it's Justin Jefferson and then the cornerbacks Ugh, it's uh, it's AJ Terrell or Trevon Diggs my problem with AJ Terrell or Terrell um, as you can see we really did our homework on how to pronounce these names <laughs> You and I both lost money on the national championship game, Clemson versus LSU. We both felt yeah. Clemson would win. And if A.J. Terrell would have been aware that there was a game going on, we might have won. <laughs> he got torched repeatedly. Yeah. And that was re- I mean, that was probably the only game that year that I watched with Clemson. So my only impression of A.J. Terrell is just getting burnt for not, touchdown not after great. touchdown. He was so bad. Like, if you yeah. watch that game and no other game, you would think this guy was an undrafted player. That being said, uh, he had a good, very sad. It is sad. He had a good year. <laughs> um, mm, I just can't get that game out of my head, though. <laughs> You're going to be scarred for life. You know what, man? I mean, I got I to gotta practice what I preach. I say take the best player available with the 19th pick. It. The Las Vegas Raiders, that feels so weird to say, take <laughs> wide receiver Henry Ruggs the third. Wow. What a uh, an interesting – that's the story coming out of the draft is the, the Raiders drafted two wide receivers. <laughs> like if I could go back at 12, I would have taken C.J. Henderson, but I can't go back. Your internet connection went out. Come on, we've been over this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I know I did it once. Uh but it was the next pick when I did a mulligan. I don't think I can do a mulligan seven picks later. <laughs> no, they're like, come on, get out of here. <laughs> Sorry. The only thing better than this would have been if you could have gotten Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs, just teammates 
team oh, up man. again. But, you know, the world's not perfect. I tell you what, though. I mean, assuming that we can address the cornerback position, maybe free agency or later in the draft, C.D. Lamb and Henry Ruggs third. Josh it's, Jacobs. Uh, it's got a lot of potential. Josh Jacobs, a running back. Yeah, they're certainly building outside in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always classic hey, John Gruden. We always preach it, man. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I looked at the nineteenth pick. I think uh, maybe I would have been open to trading down in the mid twenties and taking a, a cornerback. But did you have a trade offer? I mean, as far as the teams that I had, I, I didn't have anyone willing to trade up. No, no, I did not. All right, so we, I don't. I think that could be like in real life, you know, I don't have, didn't have one offhand. I could see maybe the Vikings doing a trade up. Um, they've got the 22nd and 26th or 20, excuse me, 22nd and 25th picks. Yep. So that could be a, a candidate, but uh, probably not enough to move the needle. But I think I could see that in real life though. <clears throat> All right. So Jason, correct me if I'm wrong on the, I think my uh, somehow my, my order got all messed up. So, if a pick is yours, let me know. But is this is this number twenty mine? Twenty is yours and twenty one. Uh, all right, Jacksonville. Ooh, two for one. Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, we we shocked the world at the beginning of the draft taking uh, Jordan Love, and <laughs> I think uh, it makes a lot of sense to to try to get him some help. Um, I think on my board, the Henry Ruggs was was the best player available. I think the next person I have is. Uh, is the player I think that they should go for to get him some help, and that's uh, T. Higgins from Clemson. Damn, T. Higgins over yeah. Justin Jefferson and Ayuk. It's the Justin Jefferson one's the tough one. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, I I, I like Higgins uh, overall. I like his size, but uh, I could definitely be talking to Justin Jefferson. He killed it in the in the national title game. What What made you take T. Higgins? Uh, size six four. Okay, that's that's pretty much it. And I mean, not like their offense was anything to sniff at. He was a he was a great player too. Um, they didn't they weren't record setting like the uh, like the LSU Tigers. Oh yeah, he's good. But but I think give him some size. Um, it's it's splitting hairs though, so I, it, it could definitely go either way. But I made my choice. I'm not going back. I love it. Don't and hey, uh, don't be a coward like I was. <laughs> <laughs> so I think. The, uh, they have a lot of other needs. They have the line. They have, you know, offensive and defensive. They they could probably use a cornerback. I think that'd be a potential here. And uh, but I think if you're going to get Jordan Love, get him some help. I mean, there's there's Patrick Queen that could go here. But I think I think uh, I, I really think Higgins is the is the move here. Okay. So. I mean, I that one surprises me. Not not that you took a receiver, but that you took that receiver. But I do like. Hey, if you're gonna if you're going to gamble your career and future on Jordan Love, you might as well try to get him some receiving help. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, I will say this is, you know, our live draft we're doing right now is, uh, I would say, completely different for the Jacksonville Jaguars of what I had pro- projected. <laughs> I am excited to see your mock drafts. I'm excited for you to see mine. Um, again, yeah, I, I would reiterate that. What we're doing right now is much different than what we've actually predicted. Though. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's, let's, let's move on to uh, – the number 21 pick, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are probably kicking themselves because they could use a wide receiver about as bad as anyone um, and just saw two go off the board, uh, Henry Ruggs and T. Higgins. 
this one's tough. I think, you know, I, maybe we are putting a little bit too much value on the wide receivers, but I think they probably would be happy and they go with Justin, uh, Justin Jefferson here. I like it. It makes the most sense. I like it. I know one person who would be happy is Carson Wentz. Yes, exactly. I think they have to go with some type of help here. I think the other uh, potential would be um, Patrick Queen. I think uh, at at this time, probably maybe some some, uh, secondary help. And I think there's a number of options, but I think you got to keep Carson Wentz happy and you keep Justin Jefferson or you get Justin Jefferson and, and roll with it there. I like the pick. All right. I'm on the clock at 22. I have the Vikings, uh, another team that needs a receiver. Um, yeah. But they – so they have this pick. They have the 25th pick. And then they have the uh, 26th pick of the second round. So I think that that second round pick is where they can take a receiver. Um, they need a cornerback in the worst way. They lost Trey Waynes. They lost Xavier Rhodes. Shout out to the – Colts for signing him. Um, <laughs> cornerback help. It looks like Everson Griffin isn't coming back at defensive end, so they need some help there. Um, yep. My top, well, not my top two, aside from Chase Young. I forget about Chase Young, but uh, Chase on and Epineza are both gone, so I feel like I can't wait on this guy. So at 22, I'm going to take defensive end uh, Yator Gross. Matos nice. out of Penn State. And again, probably oh. butchered that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he doesn't listen either. <laughs> no, I think it I think it makes sense for them to to bolster their line again. I think uh it's it's a good value and they're they're happy with that. All right. Let me put him on that slot and the next one, uh the New England Patriots. Is that me? That's you. Number twenty three. Man, lots of places they could go. I think uh, there's two schools of thought. You know, I think if Justin Herbert's going to be going to succeed somewhere, there's no better place than New England. But I think they hold off on a quarterback and wait till till the next round so they can get more value here. I agree. Uh, just because I don't think that much of uh, as we've said of Justin Herbert. And I think I honestly think there are better quarterbacks that are going to be more successful. So the question is, you know, they've got defensive help needs. They could go for a safety. You know, can I can I make a trade offer here? Ooh, all right. Let's hear okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so you're at 23. I'm actually calling you from Baltimore. So I'm the Ravens. All right, uh, the Ravens. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Throwing him in. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> the Ravens have the 28th pick. So let me pull up my little trade chart here. Perfect. What what gap do we need to bridge here? So 100 points. For which pick? Uh, the 28th pick trading up to 23. Yep. So let me... Let me see what Baltimore has here. Oh, gosh. I got auto-corrected. <laughs> they auto-corrected BAL to how. <laughs> nice. 
of all things. Hang on, Bill. Don't hang up the phone yet. <laughs> Quit wasting my goddamn time. <laughs> Look, we got a team to run here. We don't have time to wait. <laughs> so this, this is horseshit. <laughs> all right, it looks like... Okay, okay. So this is what my offer is going to be, uh, AJ Belichick. So <laughs> 28 to move up to 23, I'm going to offer the uh, 28th pick of the third round. So you would drop five places and you'd pick up a third rounder. I think it's probably something they would do. I, I would ask. Is uh, it what you would do? It's a good. It's a good question. There's nobody here in the now that I think stands out as like a you know a can't miss player right here that uh, is so far separated from the others. So I think you know stockpiling draft picks is the way to go. So you've got yourself a deal. Let's go. Not even gonna counter. Let's go. <laughs> hey man, I'm excited. Uh, great doing business with you. I think the Ravens they have to replace. Uh, CJ Mosley. So they need linebacker help. So I'm going to come up and I'm going to get Patrick Queen, LSU. I think that's that, that was probably going to be the Patriots pick. I had a we, feeling that we you were taking it. it. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that's, I think, the value pick. I think it's the smart one. So. Let me let me go ahead and put on my draft chart that uh I'll be picking the twenty eighth pick. Yep, you will have the twenty eighth. So I have the All right. oh boy, this is tough because I have the twenty fourth pick and you actually took who I wanted at twenty four at number nine. I was gonna sneak Jordan Love in here. Oh, with uh with the Saints. With the yeah. Saints? Wow. So what's does that uh change your, your trajectory? Yeah. What do you think you I said well? I mean, are you still gonna are you still gonna go quarterback? No, no. Look, <laughs> I don't know how many times that we have discussed Justin <laughs> Herbert, um, but no, not going quarterback. Mm. Interesting. Mm-mm-mm. Interesting. They need some secondary help. They lost Malcolm Jenkins. Um, boy, I think I might, I might break your heart on this one because I know you love this guy. Uh, I shouldn't have told you the well, other. Well, I mean, I loved him too. With the 24th pick, the New Orleans Saints take safety Antoine Winfield Jr. Literally two picks away, but that's all right. <laughs> Look, if you like somebody, you got to come up and get them. That's true. I don't like him that much. Um, thought, thoughts on Winfield? I'm a big fan. What's yours? I would, AJ, I would say I'm also a big fan. Uh, he can play safety. He can come down, I think, play a little slot from time to time. I don't think that should be his primary position, but versatile. Um, I think he's a good player. Yeah, I, I just think the versatility is, uh, and I think he'll fit perfectly with the Saints defense. They they do uh, have a lot of different, it seems like every year they have players that have uh, versatility as one of the characteristics yeah, for them and I, when their defenses are on. I think they also need a linebacker, so I think, you know, Patrick Queen would have been someone to look at, uh, Kenneth Murray, but I'm going to take, I'm going to take one field. Yep, All it. right, I'm on the clock again, back-to-back. Back. We're going back-to-back. Back. The Vikings, <laughs> the Vikings. This is an interesting one. So this is uh, – I feel like this has to be a cornerback here. 
um, because, again, I, I think they can take a receiver with their second-round pick. Let me just double-check. Yeah, I, I feel good about that. Um, it's interesting. I feel like there are three candidates. Uh, we talked about one, A.J. Terrell. Uh, Christian Fulton is another one. who's also in the yep. championship game for LSU. And then Trevon Diggs. Uh, however, I just can't take uh, Stefan Diggs' brother after what Stefan Diggs did. I have to believe that he is. Is that his brother? Yeah, I have to. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I have to believe that he has tainted his brother's opinion of Minnesota. Yeah. So I don't. Yep. I don't want that drama again. So I'm gonna 25th pick the championship game. Uh, the guy you yep, hooked on. I'm gonna ignore that, that <laughs> game. I'm gonna take cornerback AJ Terrell. Clemson. Nice. Man, if I was running the Vikings, I would have picked up uh, Diggs because I didn't know, <laughs> and the fans would have revolted. <laughs> he would have requested a trade immediately. Yeah, he would have been on his way to Buffalo. Well, That's uh, I I can't uh, you know claim to know these guys uh, inside and out, but I think Terrell was. He's got the pedigree like most of these cornerbacks do, and I think it's a good pick. So, All right. Back again on the Dolphins, getting a broken record. I think there's a chance they, they trade these and either move up or move I mean, you can go either way. Well, at this point, you can only go back, so AJ. Whole other, yeah, it's a whole other story. <laughs> We're here. We live in the real world. Back. Let's do it. Let's, let's get excited here. I think uh, there's – the Winfield one is tough because I think that's who we, we likely would have went with. But, you know, so far we've built it, built the team defensively. Um, I think it's time to go on the offensive side. I still think uh, the candidates that would be, you know, really solid would be Diggs, uh, you know, Kenneth Murray, like you had mentioned. Uh, but I don't think that's a need for them. And even though I think it's reaching just a little bit, I think they should start solidifying that offensive line and go with Josh Jones out of Houston. Oh, I like it. I really like that. I, for a second, I thought so, you were going a different direction, but yeah, I like him. Where did you think I was going? I thought you were going with a uh, little guard center combo, Ruiz. You know, he's yeah, he's close on that board too. And I think the other the other thought would be a running back here, but I just I got to subscribe yeah. to the the JG school of uh, their the value is not there, and then they got two second round picks they could go for, and like that's not so. that's not shitting on. DeAndre Swift or no, Jonathan great. Taylor, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I think they're good. I mean, Swift is clear cut number one. I think he'll be. I think he'll be good. Um, but yeah, I would pass on on him at this juncture. Yeah, agreed. So the Dolphins uh, finished up with the first round with you know it's some quietness, but I think that's a good thing. You know, they so. could still they could still um, trade up though. Because we got true. the Niners at we got the Niners the, at thirty one. You know they want to trade down. You you could hear a, a jingle, but probably not from the <laughs> Dolphins. But I will say the oh, I forgot to mention this earlier. When you picked, I was so distraught over Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, on my mock draft. I had a, a player there that might shock you. Just wanted to know if you want to hear it or if you want to wait till the end of the draft. You you so had him at twenty four. Uh, a, a player that I don't think. Uh, will get drafted anymore in this round. Okay. Maybe. Don't tease I think me, bro. What would be what would be a smart move for the New Orleans Saints with their forty year old 
about to retire quarterback Drew Brees is to draft his heir apparent. And to me, I would take Jalen Hurts right there. So we were we were both yeah. talking about Jalen Hurts earlier. Yeah, absolutely. I like, I like Jalen I think, Hurts a lot. I think his improvement has uh, has been a, a real thing, and I like the progression. Um, unlike the you know just flying off the off the charts like Burrow, he had a more uh, steady rise, and I think he's a shorter quarterback that can can learn to uh, you know the ins and outs with Breeze for a year, and I I think you just kind of continue that legacy. So. That that would be my pick. I wish I mentioned it earlier. I apologize, but uh, you know that's 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 where we're at. So we'll see if he gets drafted. So I like that. That's interesting. All right. And I just realized I drafted with the twenty-six pick for the Dolphins. Drafted a tackle out of Houston with yeah. the Houston Texans first round that pick. Got for trading a, an offensive tackle. So didn't even mean to. Yeah. A lot yeah. of parallels there. <laughs> mhm. All right. Seattle Seahawks. You're on the clock again. This one's me. Okay. All right. I mean, you've got Clowney, so the line's tough, but who knows for how long they'll have him. Uh, oh, wait. No, they did. Did they tender him or no, not? No, he's still out there. So he, 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 he's yeah, a free agent, he so they could go the line. Yeah, that's right, because he keeps you know lowering his, uh, his asking price. Expert negotiator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want twenty million. Especially want during 15. a pan. I want six during a pandemic. <laughs> so the the line is a, is a candidate, you know, to go after. I I think it'd be reaching a little bit. Um, I think probably the and I'm talking about defensive line, but I think the 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 way I would go is. Uh, maybe one of the the linemen on the offensive side instead. You're, so, you're saying it like you're really confident in it. Yeah, it, there's just not like a standout person right here. Um, you know what? I would say since we are uh, our big proponents of taking the best player available, I think by far the best player right now is is Trayvon Diggs. So the Seattle Seahawks are going to uh, going to select Trayvon Diggs. Hey, I. Uh... I'm not going to shit on it. I think it's a, I think it's good. I think they need some cornerback help. I think, uh, yeah, I think D line and O line were other positions you could look at. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with the pick. So this pick <laughs> is also yours at 28. It's the Patriots now. Oh, the lovely yeah. Patriots. So I was looking at a, at a draft board, and this is this seems to be the place that would make the most sense, even if uh, you know I I don't necessarily think a ton of him. I think the way to go, you gotta you gotta take a swing and go Justin. Wow, Herbert. wow, we're seventy five minutes into this podcast, and all we've done is shit on him. And you take you take him <laughs> for the first round. I think of all places for them to to, to get uh, you know the guy if that's the guy they want if not you know wait hey, but I think I mean, look I I agree I, I, I think that's a good position good spot for him to go into and learn if he's going to be successful then that probably gives exactly him the, best the only problem is does he start right away and if not if they do you really start Stidman instead of him so that's tough it's either you start him 
or you don't, you sign a veteran quarterback. So we'll see what happens. But I think Justin okay. Herbert's the pick. That's uh, that's interesting. Um, over over your guy Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think it's more if it's into that's Belichick, the, you know, the the taller guy. It's he's. I mean, he's only had Tom Brady, but it just fits more with the Tom Brady look. Uh, that's another that, so. example of like, is it a smokescreen or is it real? Because supposedly they really yeah. like him. But it could be, yeah, and it could be bullshit. But a, a late first round pick to try out, you know, I mean, essentially get a, a some time trying this guy. Somebody, and, yeah, somebody who go could go it. top five, and people wouldn't think twice about it to get him a twenty eight. I mean, there's there's value there. And you just and we just traded down. Classic, classic, Belichick. classic. Killing, killing it. the game right now. Killing <laughs> the game right now. Yep. All right. All right, is this Titans oh me again? Goodness, you had four picks in a row. Yeah. <laughs> is it? <laughs> All right. You know, they're not going running back. They're not going quarterback. Yeah, wake up. You could go, I think this is another tough one because they don't necessarily need extensive linebacker help, but the best player I have on the board is uh is Kenneth Murray. So it's either that or or I think that's that's probably the best uh, the best pick unless there's a lineman that you know a defensive lineman that they love but uh, I'm gonna go Kenneth Murray to the Tennessee I Titans. I like the pick. Uh, I like Kenneth Murray a lot. He was under consideration for me at pick number thirty. Oh, so well, no, sorry about you. Well, let's see what uh, things for me. What, what the Packers brass do. Are you gonna get uh, get Aaron Rodgers some help or what? Have to get Aaron Rodgers some help. Have to. Yeah. Um, let's see when their next their next pick is the end of the second round. Uh, I'm I, I've become a big fan of this guy uh, in the past few days. At thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Over the last forty eight hours, I've decided to do this. Look, man. I've been. I've watched at least one, maybe two YouTube videos. So maybe we do. I think I'm qualified to run a scouting department. So yeah. <laughs> at 30, the Packers select getting Air Rod some help. Wide receiver Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. Wow, interesting. You... I'm a little shocked it wasn't the uh, Lavisca. I like him too. I like him too. Uh, I can't claim to be an expert on him, but the little bit that I saw, he was a, he looks like one of those players that kind of comes from a, a crappy team that, you know, is a really good player. I like so. him. I also like Denzel Mims. Yeah, um, that's another one. I wouldn't one. be upset if the Colts took him at 34. Unfortunately, this mock draft stops at 32. <laughs> we should have just extended it to 34 <laughs> for all our Colts fans. <laughs> For all the Colts fans out there. <laughs> all right, so you are on the clock. This is for you. At 31. All right. I So Niners with their with their second pick. That's uh you know, we talked about it earlier. They had a chance to to wait on some players. I think the the most obvious one to me is probably to get some cornerback uh help. Richard Sherman's not going to last forever there and I think Christian Fulton's the the move there. Nothing, I don't think it's exciting. 
as it could be a drafting like a wide receiver, but I just think that's the best. Um, the other side that I would say would be a, of consideration would be Grant Delpit from mm-hmm. LSU. Um, you know what? I'm oh. going to go Grant Delpit. Oh. I'm going to change it up. I, I think he they need some they need safety help probably more than cornerback. They can ride uh, Richard Sherman and company for a little longer. So I'll uh, I'm going to get them uh, some immediate help at safety with Grant uh, Delpit. Let me just say, shocked that you did not trade back. You're not going to pick again <laughs> until the fifth round. Uh, I think 100 percent chance yeah, I think... to trade down in real life. But uh, hey, big Grant Delpit fan, I guess. You know, I could see a team with two second round picks trading up and maybe there's a team in okay, Miami that could, of, but can I tell you can I tell you what I had in my mock draft going there? Yeah, let's hear it. So I so in my mock draft the Dolphins traded up to number three. They took Tua. They they it's kept picking world. team and they got offensive tackle Andrew Thomas. He fell there. Uh, nice. Now, they did have to give up the 26th pick to the Lions. However, they they hung on to their second-round pick, so they have the seventh pick of the second round. They went ahead and came up to number 31, and they took Cesar Ruiz from Michigan. Four to five that offensive line. Uh, that really would have between those two. Absolutely. Dude. I like it. It's too bad you had to be a dick and take two and ruin everything. I Look, man, you know I <laughs> – And number two. I was split on that because if I was running Washington, I would take Tua, but I also I didn't want to ruin our draft, so my apologies. Yeah. And just for the record, so the Dolphins – oh, no. I actually had the Dolphins keeping the seventh pick of the second round. Damn. I'm a hell of, mm-hmm. I'm a, hell of a GM. I, I had them giving up uh, round two, pick 24, round three, pick six to the 49ers. Wow. It, look, okay. the trade chart. It worked out. It makes sense, yeah. So the 49ers, they pick up a second and third-round pick, and uh, I think they would do it. And then again, yeah, the Dolphins come up, and they continue building that old line for Tua so he doesn't get killed. I think it makes complete sense. Now, let me ask you this before we get to the final pick. For Tua, you trying to start him, or are you sitting in behind Fitzmagic for a year? Uh, this is tough. Um, I think he's ready to play. I, so my answer, this is going to be a cop-out, but it's whenever he's ready to play, I would play him. I think there are some guys who, like, it's very yeah. obvious that they should not play. Like, I remember Jacksonville took Blake Bortles at three, and they were like, he's he's not going to play yeah. this year. We're going to develop him. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, no team – it seems like no team does that anymore. Uh, he definitely needs it. And then what, did they even make it halfway through the season before they threw him in there and ruined his career? Right. So yeah, I am absolutely. a big believer in sitting a quarterback, but at the same time, if a guy's ready to play, I think you play him. So I think he was probably more pro ready than most. If I he's think healthy, he's healthy. Yeah. I, and this is, I get got into this argument with, I told you about with a buddy of mine, um, not really an argument, but I don't think he's injury prone. Like I think he had two ankle sprains, like that doesn't make you injury prone. And then he had that fluke hip injury. You know, yeah. so I just, I don't know. It's what, what do you consider injury prone? Is an ankle sprain injury prone? Is a one out of a thousand hip injury, if that, injury prone? Like that hip injury, that's not going to happen again. It was just a fluke thing. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I think most of his, like you said, were ankle injuries and 
things like that that just kind of happen. I will say, I think this is of all years with everything going on outside in the world where that most of their learning is going to be through Zoom classes and things like that. I could see it being, you know, the Bengals holding on to Dalton, uh, the Redskins probably not holding on to Haskins, but getting a, um, you know, veteran in there. And then even a team like the Jaguars picking up a, a, a maybe not a Cam Newton because he probably wants to go somewhere to win. Um, and that's not happening there, but picking up, you know, somebody of that nature. He probably wants to start, and, though. And the, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. For Have him a one-year contract, have Jordan Love sit behind him, and then, you know, with this climate reset and he gets a chance to, to prove his worth and then, you know, go for a longer contract after that. I don't know. We'll see. I think it'll be an interesting year, that's for sure. So, all right, you got the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, oh, on boy. the clock. The last pick. No pressure. And just to uh, to riff off of what you were saying, I think this will be a good opportunity. You can see, like, who overthinks stuff and, like, freaks out and who just goes off of the tape. Because, like, I think two is a good example. To me, yeah. clearly, the top quarterback prospects. I know some people think Burrow. Uh, but the fact that there's even conversation about Herbert being above so it shows, like, you're worried because you can't get your own doctor in there to look at him. Like you can see his workout. He's moving around. He's healthy. Look at the tape. Yeah. They're like, well, we tried. We tried. Look at the tape. (laughs) Take the best player. Like it's, I just don't think it's that complicated, but I think you'll see a lot of guys overthink it. Yeah. All right. So with the 32nd pick, um, I could see, I mean, this is, I feel like this is always a prime position for a team to trade up because it's the, especially the way they split up the draft now. So, you know, Thursday is just round one. So whoever falls, someone is going to trade up and try to get them. I don't see anyone, like, jumping out who I could see someone trading up for. I mean, I mentioned Ruiz from Michigan. Um, I guess I could see Miami coming up to get him, but you, you're running Miami in this exercise. Uh, so <laughs> just as far as the Chiefs, I'm not going to make a trade here. Um I think they need cornerback help, so <laughs> I believe Christian Fulton is still on the board. Is that is that accurate? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It has been confirmed. Uh, so he's a possibility. Uh, I think Ross Blacklock, defensive tackle, TCU, is a possibility. Um, I think Austin Jackson, offensive tackle for USC, is yeah. a possibility. I think Ruiz is a possibility. And I'll throw Denzel Mims in there, wide receiver. Have I left anyone off? <laughs> Yeah. But again, actually, the only the only player I would say, in all seriousness, you didn't is Bond, Zach Bond. I'm, I'm sta- Zach Bond's from Wisconsin is going to be. So here's my thing on Bond: is like, <laughs> where does he fit? Is he an is he a four three outside linebacker? I just yeah, I, and that's tough. The answer yeah, probably I just don't falls think a those guys. Bit, are, he had production. I just a four three outside linebacker. I don't think it's highly valued. Um. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think you have to, I guess if I'm the Chiefs here, it comes down to uh, Christian Fulton at cornerback for me or one of the O-linemen. So Austin Jackson or Caesar or Cesar or Ruiz. I'm going to take... 
Mm. You know what? Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's end it on China. <laughs> or... Let me throw in another. Let's end it with the. Do I just go? Ahead, do I just take DeAndre's All right. knowing that he'll put up twelve hundred yards and ten touchdowns? Well, that's a good segue because that's exactly what my okay. intentions were right here. Was to to be a little reckless. Probably could have waited, but I think he's that much better than the other two. It creates that uh, talent gap, and I am not. I don't have the draft. Uh, sure. da, 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 da. Where's it at? I assume you're yeah. calling right, from here the we Miami go. area code. Oh, man. How did you know? I'm like Bill Simmons <laughs> Dude, right now being real. so biased. <laughs> so we've got two second-round picks. I don't think we do both of them. But I think we spend that uh, – let's see. what The, the 30 seconds is 590 points. I think we, give, we offer you that 39th pick of the second round. And maybe even the, um, maybe maybe going a little too crazy, but maybe even that uh, that seventieth pick, the third round pick, so second and third round pick, all to move up to thirty two. Um, so if I was running the Chiefs, I would say absolutely, um, in a heartbeat. I just want to advise. I, I think you're giving up way too much. You're just you're moving from <laughs> thirty nine to thirty two, and you're giving up a third rounder. It's, it's it's a it's a thought, but I also think there's. Let's see who who's after that because the 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 team. I mean, that look, could I'm, draft, I'm fine with the trade up. Um, I just think what's what difference is there? Eighty points on the trade chart. And yeah, you know what? I think uh, Swift would if unless the Chiefs draft him, I think he probably falls to you know around that. Uh, I don't know. Man. Through I don't know. Forty-five area. Who do well, Who do you think is going to draft someone, him? The Bengals. Someone could. They trade got up. Joe Mixon. That's true. So I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with the trade. So I'm are... just trying to help you. Let's not give away the farm. <laughs> but there's no other real asset. Did you already give that away? Uh, I didn't see that on there. Yeah, I think you're. That's a good point. Second and fourth. That's more reasonable. Now, if we're trying to do an equal trade here, so the third round pick. Yeah, I think it's yeah, a little below the value. Is 240 points. You only have to make up a difference of 90. It puts it way above. So the fourth round pick. Yeah. I think you'd have to do a four and a five, and it's still below, but it's, I mean. You could do a four or five a, and a. Do, fuck, throwing a 1.7 rounder. <laughs> Yeah, what say you? Does that that work for you? Do we do uh, the that two, four, and a five? So I'm dropping back seven spots, and I get a fourth and a fifth. Yep. Mm. Now it's just the question: Is my guy going to be there? You know what? I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna decline it, AJ. Maybe you. Maybe maybe wow. you do want to upgrade to the third wah. pick. The third. The third rounder. I would do. I just think <laughs> that's way too much for you. Yeah. Yep. You've convinced me. I'm. I'm passing. I'm gonna. Uh, gonna hold firm and and get. Uh, either get Swift if he falls, or get uh, Jonathan Taylor JK or Jake Allen. All right. Uh, All right with the thirty-second pick, the Kansas City Chiefs select Ruiz from Michigan. 
Let's go ahead and fortify that nice. line. All right. And we draft uh, my conclusion here. There's going to be a lot of wide receivers, a lot of defensive players, a lot of offensive linemen getting drafted, and a lot of weird quarterback <laughs> picks. <laughs> What's the what's the story coming out of this draft that people are going to be talking uh, about in the first round? The that I have is Jordan Love at nine. Yeah. I think Tua at two is the I first guess. story. To me, to me, it's a no-brainer, but I, they, I understand. They pulled the, the Cardinals you know, two it. years in a row like this. And then I think Jordan Love at nine. I think the hilarity of the Raiders drafting two wide receivers – in a row. Is just too uh, good I have that written down, mention. but I mean, come on. If you can walk away with C.D. Lamb and Henry Ruggs III. I, I love it. And, you know, well, other needs look, to be damned. I'm gonna, Showtime in Vegas. <laughs> my condition on drafting a, a second receiver at 19 was I have to get a cornerback. So whether it's free agency or third round. Yeah. I think the Buccaneers trade is masterful where they get – you know, they trade down. They still get Xavier McKinney. They also get Trent Williams. They get a couple extra picks. I think it's uh, that's the trade of the draft. I think it was. I think it was great. Um, yeah, I think uh, this is an interesting move. And then the uh, the New England Patriots trading down and getting that Justin was, Herbert. Uh, Herbert was that was yeah. I think that's it was a good move. I mean, if you truly believe in Justin Herbert, it's just it's tough for me personally to get excited <laughs> about him. But. And then Jalen Hurts still maybe waiting for Jaylen, day two. Maybe Jalen's that guy someone trades up to 32. I, I, I don't think that is the case. I think in real life he'll be second or third. No. It's just when you look at the teams, so many teams that are, like, next on the list and the of the tra- of the uh, picks, they're all, you know, yeah. good with quarterbacks. You got – well, maybe Indy. Maybe, maybe Indy. I mean, so I wrote down a list of teams that I think could draft a quarterback. So this is ABC order. So that's the only order this is in. Bears, Bucks, Chargers, Colts, Dolphins, Jaguars, Lions, Packers, Panthers, Patriots, Raiders, Saints, Steelers. So, I mean, you could see yeah. one of those teams Makes sense. getting a quarterback somewhere. Imagine if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do all what we said a second ago, Trent Williams, Xavier McKinney, and then they go and with the 45th pick draft Jalen Hurts. I think that would what be a world. He could sit for two years. Yep. The other one I had was uh, I, I think, think it's that beautiful. would be a good move. Uh, I, I know Tom Brady would be upset, but oh well. Um, you know, the first trade we made together, <laughs> I think, is special. Giants-Dolphins. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> no, never forget your first. Uh, and then the other one I had written down was you took T. Higgins over Justin Jefferson. Yeah, it's one I may have uh... – regretted but i'm not going to go back Look, on it but i know how it feels because i i may have regretted taking two receivers in the first round for the las vegas raiders <laughs> i just i'll be honest i'll throw it out there it's our uh you know our first mock draft i may have just forgot about justin jefferson <laughs> i may like him better than t higgins <laughs> this is astute analysis that you won't get anywhere else that's what you'll find with the AJG yeah absolutely show. i don't know if you guys <laughs> I don't one know of a kind you caught on but it's uh it's just our names squished together, AJ and JG. Pretty, yeah, we were, we really pretty clever. I think they probably, they probably caught on <laughs> when I said he's AJ on JG. AJ, AJ, AJ. 